Hey everyone, I just want to remind you to make sure you check out the awesome people over at Anchor.fm. Of course, it is a great place for you to host your own podcast. And guess what? One of the cool parts is that it's totally free. Yeah, that's right, free. There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your computer or even your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many others. Trust me, it's so easy. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys want to get in on it, make sure you download the free Anchor app or just simply go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the OK Fame Show, the premier place for all your professional wrestling news and needs. Now, here's Connor, a.k.a. OK Fame. What is going on, everybody? It's yours truly, Connor A.K. OK Fame. Welcome, guys, to the September 12th edition of the OK Fame Show, of course, right here on YouTube.com slash OK Fame, or Twitch, Facebook, and, of course, all major audio podcasting platforms. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and now we are officially on iHeartRadio. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys, uh, wherever you guys are listening and or watching uh, this today's episode from. Of course, we're talking everything from NXT this weekend. What an interesting NXT it was. We are on the horizon only one week away. Next week is indeed the NXT debut on USA Network. And uh, they go out certainly with a bang on this one with an amazing epic women's match as the main event. And of course, we got Johnny Wrestling talking to us about what his future may hold or NXT. Of course, you guys on the routine love to hear your thoughts about NXT this week, so make sure you guys hit me up in the comments, hit me up on social media, on the Twitter, the Facebook, Instagrams, all that fun jazz. Love to hear your thoughts on what's going down on NXT. And of course, make sure you guys check out our merch over at represent.com and hit a Patreon for all the cool bonus goodies. Thank you so much for that. So, NXT this week definitely hit a home run uh, with a very uh, interesting look at a couple of different talents, especially with some newbies coming in, or should I say newbies, some returning talent uh, to NXT, including our favorite former United Kingdom champion, uh, none other than Pete Dunne. But let's talk about the actual show itself. So, of course, things kick things off with Damian Priest against Boa, where we see Damian Priest basically get the victory here over uh, Boa via the finishing of the Reckoning. Uh, both men are pretty much the same size, uh, but that and a little attitude doesn't really help uh, Boa affair too fondly. Uh, Priest powers him down. The deal goes... Um, it does the deal with the Falcon Arrow, does his taunting moves. Boa hulks up a little bit and tries to go for a dropkick in the corner. But it just kind of pisses off Priest, and he takes off as, uh, takes the top off with a roundhouse kick and then, of course, hits the Reckoning victory here. So, again, much in the pattern of a lot of the NXT matches, not really per se a uh, squash match, but pretty damn near close to it. Um, we then see a video package recapping um, the issues between, of course, Velveteen and Dream and Roderick Strong. Dream replies to Roddy burning his couch from last week, saying if he burns, Strong burns with him. And we're told that the match next week will be taking place on the first hour of NXT, which will be airing on the USA Network. And for those of you who don't understand what the hell I'm talking about, well, spoiler alert... The NXT tapings, uh, or first two episodes they'll be airing on the USA Network, are going to be in halves. That's right, the first hour of NXT, both on its debut next week and the subsequent week, will be on the USA Network. But the second half, uh, the second hour, will air on the WWE Network. They're doing this just for scheduling conflicts, but once October 2nd rolls around, just the same time as a certain AEW show, then, well... 
then they're gonna go the full two hours. So it just how happens to coincide that way, huh? But anyway, out comes former NXT champion Johnny Wrestling here. Of course, he's out in his street clothes and he's uh, he's restrained, but has a smile on his face the entire time. He shares some high fives with fans at ringside, offers thumbs up on his way in, saying, "Mike in hand." He waits out there, and he and you just hear constant Johnny Wrestling chants. Uh, has to even like kind of you know cut everything up by saying he told the folks in the back it wouldn't be very long he's like i gotta i gotta cut this thing short guys he's asked to come out because he's heard the rumors and everyone from his mom to the guy in the front row been asking what's next for johnny gargano he said last time he was in a ring he fell 20 feet from the top of a steel cage woke up chanting thank you johnny and he wanted to come out and say thank you to the fans they built nxt together and he loves everything about this place it's about people like him coming out there and putting their hearts into creating the best professional wrestling show the world has to offer He's been here a long time. He's seen people come and go, and all of them have stayed there in their future, and he's made his choice. Fans have, has, have had his back since day one, so we want to come out there and tell us that he's officially interrupted by Shane Thor. So, of course, Shane Thor says, as if this is necessary, do we need any more Johnny time? Thorne cracks his uh, neck as the Johnny Wrestling Chance uh, start up again. The Gargano says... You could have just put out a tweet, but now I, I I made my way to the ring because I, I wanted to, to talk about this. And, of course, Thorne says, uh, you know, Thorne continues on with Full Sail booing him. Shane uh, then gets it, says he's the pillar of NXT, but this place will be fine without him. In fact, with the right person finally in the spotlight, meaning himself, it's going to be even better. He tells Gargano to take a bow, take a walk, and Johnny starts to leave, but stops at the ropes. He says he's Shane, that Shane's right. He is NXT. He's not going anywhere. Super kick, and then, of course, smiles as he spells out NXT, and then, of course, says that he yells NXT for life to the camera as he exits from the ring. So it looks like Johnny Gargano, at least for the most part, or at least for right now, is here to stay. Now, that could change as we get closer up to the uh, rumored draft that will be taking place next week, or excuse me, next month in October, uh, involving all three bands, uh, brands of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Uh, I think Johnny is definitely a needed for NXT right now because with a lot of people already gone and you have, you know, Adam Cole leading the helm as the champion, you need someone to kind of be... I hate to say the veteran of NXT, but there always seems to be a veteran of NXT to help kind of elevate newer stars. I think Johnny Wrestling might just be the one to do so. So while Johnny Gargano and let's face it, maybe moving to Raw and SmackDown for certain NXT talent doesn't really pan out in the long run. Maybe it's best if Johnny Wrestling took his sweet time and stick around with NXT for a little bit longer. And if the rumors are to be true about who we might be seeing jumping ship over to NXT very, very soon, we could be in for some hell of matches. But maybe not just me. Love to hear you guys' thought about it. Do you think Johnny was right to stay in NXT? Or do you think he should have changed things up? Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear about them in the comments. So I guess we got a Forgotten Sons hype video. They said they're the savages of NXT and they will be forgotten no more, even though that's the name of their group. But anyway, we get Angel Garza against Pete Dunne in one-on-one action. This one was a brawl to settle them all. This one was a really fun match if you are a fan of the hard-hitting, bare-knuckle style that these two guys were able to really um, really pull out. I really loved uh, how Garza looked so good in this one um, with constant brawls, even going out to the outside with Dunne barely making the take count. Chopping his way back in, double stomp on the fingers, followed by a near fall. Both men struggle to maintain offense, but then Garza comes in um, 
After Dunn kicks out and leaves an opening for Pete to trap his arm and stomp his head in, Angel won't stay down, fights back, locks in a win with the tries to go in for a moonsault, but he takes too long via posing. Dunn gets his knees up, traps the arm, Garza has the tap to save his fingers, and as Dunn does the submission for the finger snap. So submission by Garza means Pete Dunn gets the victory. Loving to see the crosses, uh, crossover and transition from UK over to NXT. Been hearing some rumblings that we might see a former NXT UK Women's Champion might be making her way over to NXT really soon. And no, I'm not talking about Rhea Ripley. She's already in the main event. Might be seeing Tony Storm making her way over to NXT very, very soon. So, hey, I'm all in favor of more new talent coming over on the uh, the NXT stateside brand, you could say. But a great match between Dunn and Garza. Definitely one uh, to check out. We see the Street Profits last Monday in Central Park. Montez Four puts over now how he and Angelo Dawkins made history by working their first Raw from MSG. Dawkins says it's great, but they're missing something. And with NXT coming to USA on September 18th, what better time to get their tag titles back? And they said they realized they didn't know uh, how to get to, to Madison Square Garden. But anyway, we see the next matchup between Cameron Grimes and Raul Mendoza as we see uh, a very intriguing matchup between the two of them as we see... Um, Face paced, uh, fa a very fast pace open as they do rolling covers a bit. Mendoza almost picks up an early win. He controls the the following sequence too, but Grimes catches him with a drop kick while he's on the apron to put himself back in the driver's seat. Rule walks the top rope and hits a drop kick or two. He grounds Grimes again and goes for a Phoenix splash, but Cameron rolls away and then of course hits it with a double, uh, uh, double jumping, uh, jumping double stomp. Excuse me, easy for me to say. Uh, Interesting match, loved it, pretty short and sweet, but I, I definitely preferred Pete Dunne and Garza for, for sure, a little bit more. Candice LeRae barging into Regal's office to demand know why she's giving uh, giving Io Shirai even more chances. LeRae can't even promise Io will get, uh, we even get to next week's triple threat. Regal can't argue with Candice and says next week he's now making the number one uh, contenders match for the Women's Championship a fatal four-way. And he also realizes that if Rhea wins tonight, he might have to make it a five-way. Uh, Mrs. Wrestling says that it means if he, he can't say, get your hands on EO, she doesn't care how many people the GM puts in the thing. Um, hmm, okay, so it looks like the, 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 the battle between uh, the battle between EO and Candice LeRae is definitely not over yet. I do love how uh, more women might be out of this thing and might even make it a five-way if Rhea Ripley is able to get the victory here, which she sort of does, which we'll get to in a second. We get a return uh, image that Dakota Kai will be returning soon, and also we hear from the commentary booth that Matt Riddle and Killian Dane will be taking place in a street fight on the debut edition of uh, NXT on USA. However, it'll be taking place in the second hour, so it's going to be on the network next week. Killian Dane versus the King of Bros, Matt Riddle. I cannot put over how much I love the main event between Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley in a non-title match. This one was interesting because uh, we saw someone really for the first time stand on her own two feet against Shayna Baszler. I mean, for the most part, Shayna obviously has lost the NXT Women's Championship before to, um, to uh, Kyrie Sane. But really, for the most part, she's been one of the most dominating NXT Women's Champions in the history of the promotion. To see someone as Rip Rhea Ripley's stature and standard uh, go up against her and kind of almost match her pound for pound uh, was really refreshing, especially when we saw um, even interference with of uh, um, Sharif and Duke aside, you know, coming in to save uh, to save uh, Baszler. Ripley fights them up, but of course the traction allows Baszler to get a, uh, to kick her in the leg again. Uh, Duke gives Shayna a chair who takes a swing it and uh, looks to swing it despite the ref promising to DQ her. Rhea rips it away and then of course she hits Baszler with it. So technically speaking, Baszler wins by DQ. But we see the three-fourths of the horsewoman slink away as, uh, as Ripley poses in the ring. 
it was a fun brawl. I really love the 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 um the rough and tumble style between the two women. One of my favorite women's matches on NXT weekly television programming in a long time. So definitely another recommendation on that one. It makes me think and want to see Ripley versus Shayna Baszler for the women's title again. Like, please let this happen. But finally, we get to wrap up the show with the Undisputed Era cutting a promo, talking about how close we are to their prophecy coming true. Adam Cole is talking about NXT is going live on USA next week, but that Roddy is about to take the North American title and they'll be draped in gold. Strong ass if we saw what he saw and what he did. He hated that couch and he hates Velveteen Dream. So NXT champ says that once they have all the titles, they'll be unstoppable. That's not a promise, boys and girls. That's just simply undisputed. NXT once again knocking out of the park for me with some pretty solid programming, and it makes me curious to see what's going to happen next week when we switch over to the two-hour format. Uh, for the most part, we had pretty strong in-ring matches. I think the weakest out of them all was really Cameron Grimes versus Raul Mendoza. Um, even Damian Priest and Boa had some eh, more of a squash match feel to it, but definitely Pete Dunne and Angel Garza was one to uh, definitely take a look at, as well as the women's match which was a fantastic one. And like I said, one of my favorites in recent memory and something you should definitely be checking out. I love the Gargano little swerve there, maybe starting a whole thing with Shane Thorne, but glad to see you, Johnny Wrestling, at least for right now, is sticking with the uh, the yellow brand NXT. Undisputed Era cutting a promo at the end makes everything hype for next week's show. Now, obviously, NXT's next takeover won't be taking place until, as far as I know, Survivor Series weekend. So we have a little bit of time between now and November to build things up. So while we haven't had any sort of, well, major rivalries kind of be continuing their build, we will see ourselves a women's number one contenders match that may presume to be a fatal five-way. And I feel like we're getting another shifting of the guard happening very soon when it comes to some new challengers coming to rise. So... Curious to see how that's all going to go down. But that's just me, guys. Love to hear your thoughts on what you guys thought of NXT this week. Again, hit me up in the comments. Hit me up on social media. Love to hear your thoughts about what you thought of NXT this week. Johnny staying, the women's match. and What do you think is going to happen next week on the debut on USA? Thank you guys again for tuning in. I appreciate the continued love and support. We're coming at you tomorrow with another episode of the OK Fave Show right here at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Except this time, we're going to be covering the entire Clash of Champions pay-per-view. And you guys, my previews picks and predictions for the entire show. Thank you guys again for tuning in. I appreciate the continued love and support. Take care, and as always, take it easy. Thanks for listening. Make sure to watch the OK Fabe Show. Follow him on Twitter at OK Fabe and like over on Facebook.com slash OK Faber. This is the OK Fabe Show.